This show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 another glorious day for us to hang out, talk, and do all that other kind of fun stuff. Anyways, today's Friday. Yes. Yes, Friday. Yeah. Is, is that a big day? Does that change everything? Is that the game changer of the week? Is that the day that you look forward to? Why? Because you should be excited about every day. Anyways, today's Friday for the 23rd of 2021, day 113th of the year, and only 252 days left to go. I am blowing out my headset, so that's what's going on out there. So anyways, we are coming across the multiverse of Safety FM and broadcasting live from Orlando, Florida. And of course, we're hanging out with those other people, you know, the people from over there. Are radio. We are sarcasm. We are both combined. Radio big. So it is the Friday version of this bad boy. So let's start talking about what we are going to do on this verge. On this verge of Friday, we're going to do it this way. Uh, free form. So we're going to open up the phone lines. We're going to open the text boxes and all that kind of fun stuff. So if you want to drop a message in, you're more than welcome on doing so. Uh, we will have text messaging available. 866-930-SFM1. 866-930-SFM1. Um, if you want to shoot a text message over, if you're listening on to the radio station. Or, or, or I don't know if we're going to open up the phone lines for call-ins. We'll talk about that maybe. Here and though, but I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nada, 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 nada planned. Yeah, by the seat of my pants today. Uh, so there you go. So let's start talking about what is trending because I think it's always kind of important uh, talking about that. So new to Amazon Prime today. I was supposed to get married today. Yeah, that's that's the movie. That's you know Amazon Prime. I, I should probably give it a better explainer. I'm going to tell you what video on demand services have this for this weekend if you're a little bored and you want to watch tv that's what you're gonna get uh so new to amazon prime i was supposed to get married today good for you uh new to disney plus will be baby's day out and being the queen of course new to hulu the place of no words to netflix it will be shadow and bone and then tell me when Oh, good to know. Uh, Then the other portion that will actually be taking place today is on HBO Max. Dream Girls was released today. And then, of course, for the people that were up early in the morning and saying, okay, it's time for Mortal Kombat. So Mortal Kombat came out today. A lot of people were waiting for that one after, especially the week delay uh, that was supposed to take place with that. So anyways, that's what's going on. Good morning to Jim Polzel inside of the box there. So let's get this moving and grooving. Let's get the people from Feature Starry News to tell us what the hell's going on. And then we'll go from there. We'll come back, talk some more, and do the stuff that we do Around 
here. Here is the news on the Royal Bar Safety Show. For feature story news in Brussels, I'm Stuart Smith. A severe oxygen crisis in New Delhi is costing lives by the hour. 24 patients died in one of the biggest hospitals in the state as ventilators malfunctioned due to low oxygen. It comes as India reported a world record number of daily deaths for a second day, with 330,000 cases in the past 24 hours. Ishan Garg reports from New Delhi. Three other states, including the country's most popular state, Uttar Pradesh, are also gasping for oxygen. Patients were moved between hospitals in Uttar Pradesh as tanks ran dry in hospitals. In New Delhi, those suffering with severe lung infections are being treated in parking lots and many still are being turned away as most health facilities are chock full of COVID-19 patients. The government says it's diverting commercial oxygen for medical use. Tanks are now being airlifted to New Delhi, but the crunch remains dire as several hospitals say their supply could only last a couple hours. Prime Minister Narendra Modi is meeting with oxygen manufacturers hoping to boost supply as India grapples with the second, more deadly wave of infections. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. A man who set off a bomb in a New York subway station during rush hour has been sentenced to life in prison. 31-year-old Akayad Ullah detonated the pipe bomb in Times Square station in December 2017. US correspondent Kate Fisher reports. Four people were injured in the bombing, though nobody died. The explosion at New York's busiest subway station, Times Square, also closed the Port Authority bus terminal, another key transport hub in the city. The pipe bomb was made from materials from a nearby construction site where Mr Uller had been working as an electrician. Prosecutors said the lone wolf attack was inspired by Islamic State propaganda and by Mr Uller's anger at then-President Donald Trump's foreign policy in the Middle East. Kate Fisher, Washington. And U.S. stocks fell sharply on Thursday on reports that the Biden administration is planning a capital gains tax increase. The losses on Wall Street come despite jobless claims figures falling to a pandemic-era low. William Denslow reports from New York. According to Bloomberg News, the Biden administration is planning to roughly double the capital gains tax rate for those that earn more than a million dollars a year, which currently stands at 20%. The news pulled the US markets down sharply, with the Dow, S&P and Nasdaq all closing the day down 0.9%. The losses on Wall Street come despite weekly jobless claims figures falling to the lowest level since the COVID-19 pandemic hit. 547,000 people filed for first-time unemployment benefits last week, well below some analyst expectations. William Denzelow, New York. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. My name is Lola Silvestri. 
and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Hey, everyone, let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see, every moment can be kind of special. But they could be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments. It doesn't matter because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. Take one. Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay! Read me another one, Dad. This is WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know if association with magic is exactly what I would go with, but definitely some stuff to talk about. Anyway, so a lot of things going on inside of the world of ours as we are talking this morning and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, so I wonder, should I just do it now and get it over with? Uh, that way you can see what is going on. Uh, so I told you about this yesterday, so let's talk a little bit more about it real quick this is an event that's coming up right around the corner um yeah let's let's do it the other way let's uh let me tell you what we came up with let's do it that way have you ever sat back and asked yourself that question who is in your corner well that's what we're all about on may the 18th at safety day 2021 presented by the acfs Come to the event on May the 18th at the Rosen Plaza Hotel in Orlando, Florida. There will be world-renowned speakers speaking about this all-important subject of who is in your corner when it comes to dealing with safety. If you want to learn on how to reduce risk, how to support safety, and be a health champion, this is the event for you. Don't miss out on this event available by the ACFS. Now, the question that always comes up is what are these events worth? What is the cost? What is it going to cost me? Well, it's not going to be as much as some of the other events. You will get this great value for $30. Yes, you heard me correctly. $30. That's lunch. That's parking. And that's even CEUs for $30. For more information, go to acfs.org. That's acfs.org. And enjoy Safety Day 2021, an in-person event. So there you go. That's what's going on May the 18th here in the glorious state of Florida. Um, if you want to come by to the Orlando, <laughs> to Orlando and do that stuff, you can do it. So I will tell you, will probably be the most um, cost-effective event that you'll be able to hit up, you know, for this year. 
uh, when it comes to what they will be giving away on that particular day. Um, so if you're inclined to do so, you can go to acfs.org for more information. And just to be sure that we're clear here, we will be broadcasting live from the ACFS on that day, just so you know. <laughs> Oh, the wonder. So that's what's going on there. So if you're wanting to come out, hang out, and do so, you're more than welcome to do so. I'm sure the people at the ACFS will actually do that. And the the fun part about it is that they are an organization that tries to help everyone around the world. So it's not just to the local Orlando market, but let me get off of talking so much about them. And they're a nonprofit. That's the other funny beneficial part about the whole thing. So there you go. A lot of work's done to make sure that those events get put on. Anyway, so let's start talking about what is going on across the hit list, because that's going to be part of the fun things today. A Buddhist monk in Thailand. Yeah, listen to this. This is not a joke. Cut off his own head uh, in hopes to bring him good luck in the afterlife. Thummer Kark. I can't even say the name. 68-year-old built a guillotine near a religious statue of the god of Indra. According to the UK metros, um, Buttercan Bunrad, the monk's nephew and one who found the decapitated body, said that he also left behind a note. It stated that he was chopping off his head, was a way of praising Buddha, and he had been planning this for five years now. This was according to the nephew. Uh, the National Office of Buddhism uh, responded to the gruesome act, asking the local government to help spread the message that people can give money um, in free uh, or free captive birds as a sacrifice rather than decapitating themselves. Yep, I said all of that in a very, very short period of time. So there you go. That's some interesting news. It is 30 min- 13 minutes past the top of the hour as we, you and I are hanging out here. Let's talk about some of the things that we heard about on Thursday. As Thursday, over 218.9 million COVID vaccines have been administered nationwide. Uh, over 89.2 million Americans have been fully vaccinated, while more than 135.7 million have received at least one dose, according to the CDC. Uh, the total number of committed cases um, in the U.S. is just over 31.6 million. And now we are seeing more than 566,000 uh, deaths attributed to it. So there you go. Um, so a lot of interesting stuff. A lot of interesting stuff going on inside of there. So what are you thinking still? Any thought about the vaccine? Any thought about what you're wanting to do on that particular sequence of events because that's always an option of stuff to think about i wonder if i could do this real quick i'm always curious on the things that i can and cannot do so there you go so i don't know what are you thinking what are you thinking there about doing some of these things with the vaccine if you haven't done so already because that's going to be portion of what is going on anyways let's continue talking johnson and johnson vaccine may be available again soon as this weekend a new warning about the rare chance of developing blood clots uh, will be now listed federal authorities who looked into the possible link between the single dose vaccine and blood clots told the washington post that shots benefits people to outweigh the risk associated with it the advisory committee of immunization practices which advises the cdc is said to discuss the future of the vaccine today after temporary pausing the use the pause came after Six women out of 7.5 million people were reported with serious blood clots after receiving the shot. So there you go. 
So what are you thinking when you do hear about this? What it comes to mind? Are you considering the vaccine if you haven't done so already? And if so, if you had the opportunity of choosing from the three, which would be the third or which would be the ones that you would pick? Would it be Pfizer, Moderna, then Johnson & Johnson? Or what kind of sequential order would you go with? Because that's always going to be part of what is going on, of course, because that's going to be a lot of the conversations that are happening inside of the chart today, that's for Duh. sure. So what's the sequence? I don't know. A lot of people are leaning towards Pfizer because they're already familiar with the brand, I guess. That's the way that that's actually hanging out. Anyways, let's continue talking. India set a new record this week for the highest number of new coronavirus infections of any country since the beginning of the pandemic. The country health ministry reported that 312,731 new infections on Thursday, topping the formal global record of 366, hold on, 300,669 new daily cases held by the U.S., according to the New York Times. India also reported 2,104 deaths. So there you go. A lot of stuff coming up right in the side of the sequence as we are starting to see a lot of other things moving around. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, a neighbor who witnessed the fight leading up to the fatal shooting of the 16-year-old said that the officer had no choice but to fire. She was on full attack mode. Donovan Brinson, who lives across the street from where the Bryant Foster home was, told the Columbus Dispatch that the new, that he saw the group of girls fighting, saying that it quickly escalated and that is when he heard four gunshots. He then pulled the shocking footage from his surveillance camera that is, atta- that is attached to the garage, which captured the fight and the knife in Brian's hand. As many are wondering why the officer didn't uh, yell at her to drop the knife or use a taser, Brinson told that the, had the police not taken immediate action, more people could have been killed. The officer who fired the four gunshots has been identified, and it is Nicholson, Nicholas Reardonson. Uh, A U.S. National Guardsman who is an expert marksman. So there you go. That's making some of the portion of the news. Worth asking is what they're saying here is the individual attempting to murder or serious injure another person should lethal force be used regardless of age. So there you go. Some stuff to think about as that does come up. And we do talk about this. Of course, we do talk a lot about other things going on as uh, going on as well. So let's do this because there is some more COVID stuff. So let's talk about that real quick. More than 70 inmates in Iowa were giving too much of a COVID-19 vaccine. Did you hear about this one? Because this one's been pretty interesting. At least 77 prisoners in Iowa State Prison in Fort Madison were given excessive amounts of Pfizer vaccine. A spokesperson of the Iowa Department of Corrections told local news station the two medical staff members who incorrectly administered the vaccine have been put had had been a place on the administrative leave and vaccinations have been halted. At the prison and the investigation conducted. The prisoners are closely being monitored, and so no major side effects have been reported so far. So here's the thing that we're going to talk about. A lot of those vials have multiple doses inside of there. So you have to start asking the question, what the hell happened? And what was going on there? Because that's going to be part of the gig. Anyways, you are listening to 
the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on Safety FM and Radio Big.FM. Anyways, it is 19 minutes past the top of the hour. And you know how this goes. We're just kind of full of love here. More sarcasm than Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Anyway, so if you are listening on the streamer, watching via the streamer, you can text inside of the box if you have anything to share, or you can shoot over a message at, at 866-930-SFM1. That's 866-930-SFM1. Your data and text rates may apply, just in case. Somebody says that I need to say that, but hey, I don't know. Uh, so there you go. That's some stuff going on real quick inside of there. Let's get John Smalls inside of here and let's him start talking about what is going on according to the market. Take it away, John. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Friday, April 23rd, 2021. The markets got off to a solid start Thursday with most major indices up nearly a full percent at the end of the day. Better than expected earnings from Whirlpool, Tractor Supply Company, and AT&T helped lift sentiment, as did a better than expected jobless claims report. The number of new jobless claims fell unexpectedly to a new low as hiring activity ramps up. The good news was spoiled, however, later in the day when President Biden announced a new tax plan. In his new plan, the president will tax capital gains on wealthy individuals to nearly 40 percent in fulfillment of a campaign pledge. The news caused the market to about face and shed nearly 1 percent by the end of the session. If the market can't shrug off this new development, a much deeper correction could be in store. The risk is now that stock selling will accelerate on Friday and leave the index below its most recent support. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, so let's continue with that right there. Major averages all finished in the red on Thursday as the Dow sank 321 points, the Nasdaq fell 131 points, and the S&P lost 38 points. Markets were moving in the right direction earlier in the day, but the report leaking the detailing the president's plan of new taxes of wealthy, investors responded by selling stocks in every sector, both American Airlines and Southwest Airlines fell on Thursday despite posting better than expected earnings. So interesting stuff going on right there as we are talking about this, of course, first thing inside of the morning. Uh, So let's continue talking. So I'm going to share this and I'm going to tell you just information that's going around. And keep in mind that I'm giving you info, so let's start talking about it. And if you agree, disagree, or have comments on it, well, I think that's where we start having some more of a discussion. Let's talk about masks. Wearing a mask outdoors is not necessary. There have been few, if any, documented cases of COVID transmission linked to outdoor activities. Outdoors is not where the infection and transmission occurs, according to Dr. Muge Sevic, an infectious disease expert at the University of Andrews of St. Andrews told the New York Post. Also, vaccinated people should not feel that they need to wear a mask as their risk of transmission or catching the virus is super low. But many are suggesting that everyone continue to mask up as they show solidarity of those who are not yet vaccinated. So why get vaccinated if everyone still has to wear a mask? I'm going to continue with some of the questions that are being on on the sequence, so bear with me. Not my thoughts and opinions, of course. I'm just telling you what's there. At this point, everyone over the age of 16 is eligible to receive a vaccine. Um, So far, so for those who are not vaccinated, it is their choice not to be. Point. Um, And then... 
worth asking, it says here, if every decision we made was based on solidarity, then no one would drive a vehicle in solidarity with those who have died because of car accidents. That's, I think, is just a little bit of sarcasm. Should no one swim in solidarity with those who have drowned? Should no one drink alcohol in solidarity with those who have ha- who are alcoholics? Worth remembering, Americans were told a year ago that they um, their part to avoid hospitals being overrun with patients was not accomplished. What is the end game now? So that's sarcasm that was added into it. But what is your thought process here? Because here's the thing. I know that we can get anyone to say anything at any time. It's kind of a simple thing to do. You pay someone, you say, hey, I need you to say these things, and that's what's said. That's kind of the way that it goes. So what is your thought about the vaccine? What is your thought about the mask wearing? If you have been vaccinated and you're willing to talk about it, are you wearing a mask? What is your thought process of actually wearing a mask? And which which kind of side do you hang on? Now, if you haven't been vaccinated, what are you doing? And what are your choices? And of course, it's always your option. That's the other cool part about the whole equation, where some people get all hung up. So now that this is being opened up more and more and more for people, what is your consideration on what you want to do? Because that's going to be another key part there. Anyways, a lot of stuff to think about. It is 24 minutes past the top of the hour. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Oh, a 13-year-old in Ohio has been charged with murder after she fatally stabbed another 13-year-old girl this week. The victim, um, identified as Naria Givens, was slashed in the neck with a pocket knife during a verbal argument with another girl, according to Fox 19 Cincinnati. She later died at the hospital. Givens' mother told the outlet that the two girls were, were to be best friends. So, I don't know. I mean, this is getting kind of interesting as we are talking about a lot of this stuff. As we're taking a look around and taking a look at what is going on and what is happening. It's interesting as things do tend to uh, to kind of lean one direction and a lot of violence. A lot of violence coming out of Ohio all of a sudden. Uh, so, some stuff that we are talking about here today. Anyways, a number of Americans are applying for the initial unemployment benefits has hit its lowest number since the beginning of the pandemic. The Department of reported that on Thursday that its claims totaled about 547,000, significantly less than the 603,000 that was predicted. Uh, the, num- the number below the pre-pandemic record was 695,000. Uh, let's take a look here. Pass a law reliving, uh, reliving, leaving everyone of liability related to COVID and open everything else. Treat high risk environment like they have been. Uh, if people want to wear masks, let them continue to vaccinate people. So as you do bring that up, let's talk about this real quick. I don't know if you track anything inside of California, uh, but California is planning on reopening on the 15th of June. Yeah, the 15th of June. So what do you think there? We need to get Americans together, okay? So as you take a look as California is opening the 15th of June, we're seeing some other states that are already opening, limiting some mandates. I will tell you the governor of of here has actually said, hey, let's go ahead and open some things up. And if you're actually if you're vaccinated, you should go ahead and be able to, you know, not wear a mask, essentially, is what he has said. Uh, so you, you could act that you're uh, immune to an extent. Um, so here's the question. 
as things do tend to open up in different towns, different states, and so on, what do you think about the whole thing? I mean, because the passport thing comes about. Well, you've heard about that all over the place. You've heard about some of these organizations um, that are actually requesting, requiring that people be vaccinated before they can actually turn into their office settings if they're working from home or working at other places that are in, revolve around people. So what do you think? There's a lot of stuff to think about. Because here's the thing. What do you think about the passport? If it is a requirement, what do you think about being listed a few moments ago that we started talking about? I think it was a day or so ago that we started talking about that they're going to probably black out about 80 countries, 80 percent of the countries that you can travel to. And of course, it's all in, in the word of health. But what do you how do you look at some of this stuff? And I mean, I know that there still should be some precautions depending on what's taking place. Let's not lie here. But there's a lot of stuff still going on and a lot of things still to be questioned, which I guess that's going to always be part of the case. But some things to 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 move forward with. That's for sure. So let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world, because it's always interesting to kind of see what is happening. Anyways, remember, today is your show and it is Freeform Friday. So we'll continue talking about the things that you want to talk about. So you you plan it. We talk about it and we do it just like that. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I do not love him. Hamilton the pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit the shelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
Okay, there you go. That's where do we go from here. Uh, This is actually, you can download this one on Spotify and iTunes. This is actually from Starlight. So it is available, 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 just in case. So, I don't know, a lot of interesting music we get a hold of around in this joint. So, let's continue. Anyway, so a lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the news as we are kind of going around and about and so on. So, what is your plans for the weekend as we're starting to talk here? Um, some things going on around the world of the news. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. I th- Good questions inside of the of the different chatters that I see, depending on what platform you're at. Um, what do you think will happen next with the passport? I don't know. I think that, I mean, it's going to be interesting to take a look at it. That's for sure. Um, I say this from the standpoint of this, though. Each state's kind of doing something slightly different. So I don't know if you're going to end up taking a look at federal mandates, because that's going to be another uh, another interesting um, standpoint inside of that. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's just kind of a, it's a weird conversation because it's kind of early stages and I don't like talking a lot about, you know, some of these things without doing, uh, what we'll call proper vetting or proper research. Um, so I wish I could say that I know a lot, but I don't know a lot. I know enough to get in trouble. That's how I feel most of the times. Anyways, let's talk about some things that are going on inside of the world of the news. It's Friday. So raise a glass, not a joke here as if you weren't going to do it anyways. And if you're <laughs> and if you're over the age of let's say 30, raise a few glasses because according to new research, hangovers are um, hurt less as you get older. Oh, there you go. I know this fl- flies in the face of everything that you've ever believed to be true, but at this point in your life, but uh, that's the science that is uh, that's what science is telling us. Is a study at Utrecht University in the Netherlands invited 761 Dutch alcohol consumers aged. 18 to 94 to document their booze consumption alongside with their experience of hangovers. Uh, Researchers concluded that the hangover severity declines with age. But how can this be? One possible explanation is that our sensitivity uh, pain tends to decline as we get older. So that um, that could be why younger participants reported worse hangover system symptoms. So that's some stuff to think about for sure. Um, not I don't know if I'm encouraging you to to do some stuff there, but that's some stuff to think about for sure. Um, so interesting, um, interesting. And I keep on wondering if part of this has to do with because some of the people that were in the older demo where they were drinking, they were just passing out. Who the hell knows? So I believe that it's called alcohol tolerance, and the older people who are participated in the study should be. Um, Invited to an inv- um, in- an in- uh, intervention with the p- first possible opportunity. So let's talk about that. And I think it's the actually because you're young, you buy cheap booze, crappy booze. So that's probably why the hangover has a bigger effect. Because think about it, your um, alcohol tendency tends to go... Uh, tends to go up or goes into a different direction when you start thinking about it as you do get older. So some things to think about, um, that is for sure. Not, not encouraging you to do anything out of the, out of the ordinary this weekend to, to test your alcohol um, tolerance, but just something to, to talk about. Anyways, let's get into some news of the weird as it is 35 minutes past the top of the hour. A Windsor, Ontario health and wellness business has posted a sign informing customers that they will not be allowed to enter the store if they have received the COVID-19 vaccine. This is not a joke. The owner of the Her Plus Breadworks posted a sign in the front door stating, please note, 
to ensure the safety of our employees and existing clients. The shop is not allowing anyone who has taken the experimental vaccine. According to him, uh, (laughs) we don't have enough data right now to say that these vaccines are safe. He says that he is concerned that if somebody gets sick from being in contact with someone who has been vaccinated against COVID-19, we are going to lose our business. Um, Allison Thompson, a public health ethics at the, at the University of Toronto, says that there's no scientific basis for the reason to exclude someone from the store. I don't know. And if it do- and if it doesn't keep them away, I'm sure that the bad publicity will. So that's some stuff to think about. So think about some news of the weird. I mean, I know that we're seeing all kinds of new signs and all kinds of new stuff that actually does come about. But think about that real quick. Think about what we're seeing and all this kind of stuff. So that's an interesting sign for sure. Let's continue talking. Police resp- responding to a report that an intruder broke down, broke down the front door of a stormed house only to find the suspect burglar was actually a robot vacuum. Yeah. Yana Snyder and her two-year-old daughter were sleeping at the Natomas, California home when she was awakened by the sound that she thought was an intruder. She called 911 and hid in the bathroom with her daughter. Snyder said, that she heard the police break down her front her front door in moments later followed by the sound of laughter when they discovered that the suspected intruder was the family's robot vacuum which her son who was away had recently turned on after not being used for about two years it was just um collecting dust you know what i'm saying there so there you go there you go some interesting stuff going on so some interesting stuff going on for sure i mean Jeez, I think it gets kind of interesting when you start thinking about that the vacuum Duh. is breaking in inside of your household. Think about it that way. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Oh, that's for sure. Some interesting stuff. So let's talk about did you know in the recent years, the Academy Awards winners were allowed just 45 seconds to make their speech before producers played music to give them the hook. Uh, This year, the time limit will be relaxed. Director Steven Soderbergh, who is one of the show's producers this year, says they will be giving them space. We're encouraged to give them to tell their story. Yes, I know. Going outside of the realm of safety, just in case. To say something personal. He says that the ceremony will show, will be shot like a movie with presenters playing themselves at least um, at least versions of themselves is, I guess, one way to, to take a look at it. Uh, some interesting stuff, of course, always going on. Uh, do we go into Swampland today? Because I'm always kind of hesitant about that, but I guess we can do that. Uh, Nikki Halley will be the keynote speaker at the Iowa State Republican Party annual Lincoln Day dinner in June, fueling speculation that she's serious about the 2024 presidential run by Curing favor with Iowa's first in the nation primary process. So there you go. Some interesting things right there. Uh, the House of Representatives approved the measure to make Washington, D.C. the 51st state by a 216 to 208 vote on Thursday. Even with if Democrats and uh, the Senate kill the filibuster, the bill has little hope of becoming law. Moderate Dems like Joe Manchin aren't warm to the idea that senators Kristen Sinema and Mark Kelly can swing too far to the left and win the re-election with their home state of Arizona. So there you go. 
some stuff to think about um, right there. We'll continue going down the land of the swamp because that's what we do from time to time because we're taking the we're taking the risk today. Thirty nine minutes past the top of the hour, Michigan governor has been um was was lying about her travel out of state in a podcast recorded last week with Mears, the Michigan independent source of news and information. Whitmore told the host that her last trip she took was to Israel on state business. Of course, this wasn't true. News broke that this week that after telling Michiganders to stay at home, she went to Florida to visit family. Uh, when called out in the Washington Post, when Merce shrugged off the criticism saying it's saddening that it is a two-day trip, I wasn't partying Miami. But she didn't tell her constituents that she could leave, of that they could leave if she just was going to go down for a day or two. She told them not to travel at all. So there you go. Um, some interesting stuff. Of course, some other things coming up uh, inside of there. It is the spread of COVID is dangerous, scary, and deadly. She has insisted it is why uh, she would risk traveling out of state or risking infected loved ones in Florida. Some stuff to think about there. Um, and then she knows it. That So there, she knows a lot of things, apparently, according to the person that wrote this thing. But it is interesting on how we have seen different governors do different things. Of course, we can talk about Newsom out of California. We can talk. Uh, we can talk here about a Michigan. But we can talk about a lot of different things, and it's all about how things are spotlighted. So, what do you think about travel? Do you think the plane thing's okay? I'm just asking your opinion. It was interesting on how we're seeing how some of this works in regards of masking up your children, especially two years old and up. If you get them inside of the plane, two years old and up need to be masked. So as you look at this and you're hearing about travel plans, what do you think about? I mean, let's be realistic. I can go out and wear a mask for several hours and it's okay. It's okay. But I mean, if you're doing a long trip across country, how is that going to work? I mean, just a question, of course. I guess take a sleeping pill, but of course that could be a little bit more dangerous depending on how you take a look at that. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We all want to make sure that our family is protected in medical emergencies. What many of us don't realize is that health insurance won't always cover the full amount of an emergency medical flight. Even with comprehensive coverage, you could get hit with high deductibles and co-pays. That's why an Air MedCare Network membership is so important. As a member... If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, a membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. AMCN providers are called upon to transport nearly 100,000 patients a year. This is coverage no family should go without. Now, as a Jay Allen Show listener, you'll get up to a $50 e-gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash safety and use the offer code safety. And don't forget to tell them that Jay Allen sent you. (laughs) 
Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's start talking some more here about some other things going on inside of the world of the news. No winner for Tuesday night. Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $277 million jackpot or $189.2 million cash payout. Uh, No winner for Wednesday night's Powerball drawing. Saturday's drawing will be for $104 million jackpot or a $72 million cash payout. Uh, So there you go. A lot of stuff going on inside of the world. So let's start talking for a brief moment because I got a curiosity question for you. As we're starting to see some things open up and so on, there are events that are taking place and we are starting to talk uh, starting to talk about some of the safety events that are taking place. You heard me just mention a few moments ago about the one that is taking place on the 18th of May here in glorious Florida. What are you thinking? What are you thinking about this? What are you thinking about doing? Are you thinking, are you considering going to, um, to go to some of these events? What are you missing the most? Are you missing going to the events themselves are you missing the interaction with people? What exactly is going up? By the way, before I forget, because we are talking about these events, uh, yeah, don't forget about our sign here that we came up with a few weeks ago. It's still available. You can download it if you use the QR code if you are watching on the screen, or you can go to safetyfm.com forward slash I am not. So if you are not speaking at any events in September the 13th or the 15th, uh, that is a safety event, you can download the sign and put it on your social media. I am not speaking at any safety conference or expo. You know, because we want to make sure that everybody feels included. That's for sure. Uh, so that's something that's available. But, but in all seriousness, as we are talking about this, what are you thinking? What are you thinking about these events that you haven't been able to go to? And now that things are opening back up, is this something that you're giving serious consideration to? Because here's the thing, virtual events are cool and all, but they're not the same as actually being at an in-person event. Let's just be realistic. And a lot of the times people go to these in-person events because they want to do the actual aspect of networking. And networking via my computer screen changes some things up. So that's for sure. So what are you thinking about? Do you want to go? Are you still hesitant? Would you prefer to go to a hybrid? That's the portion to think about. If you go to a hybrid, if you felt at risk day one, would you go to the virtual portion of it on the second day, even if you're already there in person? And I see that in the box is saying missing the opportunity of networking in person events. Okay. So I get that. But here's the thing. Is the risk worth the reward? And what is the good part about networking? Now, let's backtrack on as I say that, because I know some people might get a little hesitant. But what is the benefit of networking in person opposed to virtual, vir- virtually doing it, of course? Because I know there is that different feel, because I will tell you, I spent so many countless hours interviewing people via a box. So sometimes I kind of have that general feeling like I was just talking to my computer screen, which is essentially what I am doing. I will tell you that if I am interviewing someone in a local market, saying, for instance, in this market, the moment that I tell them, hey, let's not do it via the studio, let's do it remote, some people get a little, you know, get a little bothered by that. And that's okay. Those things do happen. 
But what do you think about it? Because if you're doing something virtually, does it lose its luster if you're able to do it in person? Because think about the advancements that we have made um, over the last little bit. Because remember how we used to talk about virtual work and people weren't sure and now everything's changed? But now that you have the opportunity, now I will tell you, I have a dear friend of mine that he does conference speeches, virtual and in person. And the funny part was that I was having a conversation with him very recently that he had the opportunity to go to an in-person event. And this in-person event that normally has thousands of people show up had less than 500. So is there still a level of fear that comes about when we start talking about this, about going to these events? And if there is a level of fear, what will actually push that away? Because that's going to be the next thing. That will be the next portion that talks about, that we talk about. Because think about it for a moment. If you're hesitant about going, what's going to happen? Because here's the thing. There are still certain requirements depending on where the event's actually going on um, in regards to spacing. So let's just be realistic about that. And, of course, the mask requirement as well. So some things to think about. Because think about it, especially because of the stuff that we talk about here, especially because we talk about actually doing events that are related mostly to safety, that they don't follow the CDC guidelines. That would be kind of awkward. Let's just be realistic. And then how does that look throughout the day? Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you, the, the event that I am going to here in May, this will be the first event that I've been to in person definitely over a year. The last event that I can tell you that I hung out with some people was actually the same group because I was actually going to this event and there was a group of us as we were performing performing or actually doing the event from our backstage lot at universal studios um but that's how we were doing it so i don't know i think i guess because we have become recluse <laughs> to some extent over the last little bit it'll be interesting to see on how some of these things actually do come about Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. So there you go. A lot of stuff to talk about in my experience. Let's see. Networking in person has an element of spontaneity to it more than virtual events. Well, I have to tell you, I think I'm I think you're spot on. I will agree 100% because you never know what's going to happen in an in-person event. And, you know, if you start talking and I start talking and we're doing virtual, it kind of sounds like a hot mess as that does happen. Um, I'm going to present in person in a conference in October, risk more manageable as the vaccination increases and we get smarter about the virus. Uh, what are you, where are you presenting? If you don't mind me asking there, I would be, I would be encouraged to know, um, exactly what you have going on. And this is going to be the thing, because think about how much things have changed over here over the last little bit, as we started talking about the vaccine, the vaccine and actually it's starting implement, it started being implemented. And I mean, think about it for a moment. It started talking, we start that conversation started last year, uh, with a former president and moving forward now with the current president, as this has been going on, talking about getting the vaccine out there. So we're starting to see a lot of that going on. 
So the information that we'll have, you're saying October, so we're talking here, we'll say six months because we don't know a date of when you're talking about exactly in October. But that's the fun part. What do you think we'll know six months from now? Because think about it. If we talk about about a year ago at this particular point, there was kind of like no ray of hope. Um, we had heard that, hey, we could possibly reopen during, uh, what was it, Easter? I think that was the initial conversation. And then the sun was going to come and clear everything up. So there you go. Uh, so let's see. You're saying Society for Maintenance and Reliability Professionals. So, yeah. So that will be inter- so that will be interesting. I would love to hear what what the outcome ends up being. Of course, if you if you're wanting to share that, of course, in St. Louis, St. Louis, Missouri. How fun times there! They have good barbecue there. I have to throw that out there, of course. Anyways, it is 52 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's get you moving and grooving, talking some more about some other things that are going on inside of the world of the news. Um, so let's talk about it. Uh. <laughs> Uh, let's I can't talk about that story can't talk about that story that will get me in trouble on this one uh let's talk about the list of the week the transportation security um administration recently published the list of top 10 good catches of 2020 so here we go here they are going from number 10 to number one uh, so, so this is TSA, just in case. At number 10, a slingshot. At number nine, a book containing concealed knives. At number eight, Roman candles. At number seven, smoke grenades. At number six, dead baby shark floating in chemical preservative deemed too dangerous to air travel. Uh, number five, homemade uh, humidifier for a cigar. At uh, number four, marijuana concealed in a shampoo bottle. At number three, long-barreled gun hidden in the lining of a suitcase. At number two, a suspicious electronic device which had the potential of inadvertently exploding. And at the number one spot, according to the <laughs> the TSA, this one is a bit out there. The TSA is crediting 2020's best catch uh, to the two TSA canine handlers at the Newark Liberty International Airport who caught each other that they uh, when they were married in June. So there you go. Um, some stuff to think about for sure. I don't know. I don't make up these lists. These are the lists that are provided to me, peeps. I can only tell you what's there. Um, so I don't know. A good catch. That's the number one because two canines got married. And why are we forcing these dogs to get married? Have they not seen the trials and tribulations? Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Yeah, that's that one's probably going to get me in trouble. Uh, so there you go. Some interesting stuff always as we are talking about some of the things. Uh, let's talk about some of the events that occurred back on this day. Yeah, back on this day. Uh, back in, let's see, let's say uh, 2013, 2013, hackers gained access to the Associated Press Twitter account and sent messages that the president was injured in an explosion at the White House. Within moments, the Dow Jones started to collapse as the AP scrambled to fix the mess, but the chaos quickly subsided as the stock market recovered. In the same week, Twitter accounts for 60 minutes and 48 hours were also hacked by perpetrators that were never caught. So some stuff to think about back in the day. That happened back in 2013. You want to talk about some birthdays for today? Let's talk about some of those. Because those can be fun and interesting at, from time to time. That is for sure. Um, so let's talk about these. Because So there were some birthdays that are that should be celebrated for the day of today, if you're so inclined to do so. Prince Louis, Louis Arthur Charles, 
Today's his birthday. I don't know why he's listed. He turns 30. Uh, Dave Patel from Slumdog Millionaire turns 31. Tyo Cruz turns 41. Jamie King, 42. John Cena, 44. John Oliver, 44. Cal Penn, 44. George Lopez, 60. And Michael Moore. Oh, yes, the controversial filmmaker. Well, let's see. He turned 67 today. Have you any, have you watched any of his documentaries? Um, some people like them. Some people love them. I don't know. All I know is that we're hanging out here, and you might be in the mix. Okay, so let's continue talking about some other stuff. Let's talk about some reasons that you can celebrate today if you're so inclined to do so. It is 56 minutes past the top of the hour. I will be moving over to RadioBig.fm if you want to come and hang out. So here you go. National Cherry Cheesecake Day is today. National Lost Dog Awareness Day. Uh, National Picnic Day. National Take a Chance Day. National Talk Like Shakespeare Day. Uh, National Day of Silence. Lover's Day, National English Muffin Day, and National Zucchini Bread Day. Oh, but last but not least, World Laboratory Day, because that's always going to be an important one. Anyways, let's tell you about my friends at the American Foundation of Suicide Prevention. Know that you're not alone. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression if you want to find out more information you can go to afsp.org that's afsp.org or call 1-800-273-TALK that's 1-800-273-TALK or text the word talk to 741741 yes yeah, always important that is always the most important part of the show nothing else is more important than us being aware about mental health issues and if you're struggling with anything else that is going on so let's talk about those anyways let's continue real quick as we get you the hell out of here on this friday if you need a phone starter for the day try this one what is the best flavor of ice cream what flavor can you just not do without Rocky Road, hands down. That's my answer. Uh, money can't buy you happiness, but it does give you the ability to to rent it until you die. Yeah, that's the random joke for today. Um, if you need a if you need a question for the water cooler, try this one. This is the most often lost household item. What is it? It is socks, and that's no joke. Anyways, I have been thinking about it. I t- I will tell you, we did leave this out last month, but man, we have to get back to this. And I am probably going to get back to this relatively quick. So what do you want me, want me to say here? Yeah, we're going to do another around the safety pod on Safety FM Plus, just in case. Because I'm missing hearing Chelsea say stuff like this. In the mix. Yeah, Chelsea's always about being in the mix, so we'll probably get that out to you later next week. So we'll get that rolling and bowling. Anyways, if I can tell you one more thing, if I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Stop arguing about what it means to be a good man or woman and just be one. Think about that. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on RadioBig.fm and Safety FM. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. We couldn't do what we do without you, and that's for sure. I know who you are. You know who I am. I'll see you Monday. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. If you want to come and hang out, you can come to RadioBig.fm. Just put it into your browser. I'll be there just via radio. See you then. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.